Salve a tutti, sono Andrea Anastasi, state ascoltando Primo Tempo. Hi, I'm Andrea Anastasi, you are listening to First Tempo. Our guest today is one of the biggest characters in volleyball. He is European and world champion as a player, three times European champion as a coach, he won several times the World League as well. Today, for already nine years, he has been working in Poland and achieves again incredible success. In advance, I shall apologize that the audio is a bit shaky, but this didn't prevent us from having a great chat. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrea Anastasi. Mr. Anastasi, welcome to First Temple. Thank you for accepting our invitation to be the guest in the podcast. I would like to start with the following question. You've won three times the European title as a coach, but also three times the World League. Separately, you've got European and World title with Italy as a player. What is the great difference between being a player and being a coach? Oh my God, <laughs> not easy to uh, not easy reply. Use generally to think um, about one orchestra, you know? And uh, when you are a player, you are a member of this orchestra and you have play together your colleagues the same music. When you are a coach, you are the director of this orchestra and you have to try to make the player go in the same direction every time. You know, it is a totally different thing. When you start to be a coach, when I start also in the beginning of my career, of course, I was more connected with my experience like a player. But slowly, you have to understand that it's totally different things because uh, what, you have, what you have to do is to try to put your guys, your player, to work together for the same goal. And, you know, sometimes this is smaller different. No, we think like a player that there is some exercise, some idea that are winning. It's not like this, in my opinion. The most important thing is really to try to make your team go in the same direction with the same uh, uh, energy altogether. This is uh, the most different between to be a player that you are sometimes a little bit egoist and coach that you have to be not egoist in the other side. You have to try to be happy if your player has the, the star. No? This is what I think. What can make you mad as a coach? No, not, nothing special. I have to be honest with you. With the experience, you can manage better the worst situations that can happen in some team. By the way, one thing is connected with the reply that they give you before, and this when one player doesn't work uh, on the team, inside the team, but they think you have to, be, uh, to work alone. Yes, this is one thing that makes me a little bit mad. A little bit, not too much, because that's why I tried to manage the situation. The domination of Italy in the 90s was full, but after year 2000, things changed a lot. What do you think was the reason for that and why Italian domination came to its end? First of all, you have to think about every domination in the world. Now there was Russia before, United States, Italy, Brazil, now There is a huge moment of Poland, for example. It depends. Depends about a lot of things, for sure, for Italy, because I know really good these situations. Depends about the, the program that they make in the beginning. They create really a large, large number of players that can play national team. 
really. And after change a lot and in the league also, because they start to put year by year more foreigners inside. And my opinion, this situation kill a little bit the, the progress of the Italian player. This is for sure, because I noticed this in Poland, where it's totally different situation. They push a lot over the Polish player, no? And there is only three foreigners. But not in all the team, because uh, a lot of team, there is one, two, foreigner, no more. I think that depends uh, about the programs that you make before. But at the same time, you have to be lucky uh, also to have one group of players of high level. And in that moment, the 90, Italy have amazing players. What do you believe was the reason for the disappointment for Italy not managing to win the Olympic gold? I can be also responsible because in 2000 in Sydney, if you remember, or maybe the people are too young, doesn't remember, but it was really close to, to win this Olympic game. But unfortunately, we arrived on this tournament without two amazing players. And I talk about uh, Lorenzo Bernardi that was with the ankle broken before the summer and uh, Andrea Gianni that he was injured and he never played this uh, tournament. No, and we'll, we'll leave on the stage two amazing players and we wasn't so happy to come play in this condition. For sure, you have to be also a little bit lucky, no? If you think about Serbia, Serbia, they have uh, really one, one, two, three season amazing. They can handle to won this amazing competition in 2000. I remember very well, of course, because I lost the semi-final in front of them. By the way, you know, it depends. You have to be a little bit lucky for sure, but you have also to be ready to fight for something and you have to prepare yourself. It's true that we never win, but it's true that we win a lot of medals because we have a lot of medals and that's not a normal thing for one team. We Every time we, we have bronze, silver, bronze, silver, not, not the gold, but... Uh, it's also really important to won uh, and to go, you know, uh, on this kind of result. Let's move a bit in time. Did you think that you were able to win the European title with Spain in 2007? It was a real earthquake in the world of volleyball and nobody expected it really. Okay, in the beginning, not for sure. But if you remember when I take this team in 2006, uh, only uh, in 2005, they reached one amazing semi-final in the Europe Championship and they lost the final for the bronze medal 3-2 with Russia. They was really close and the team was really interesting in my opinion at that moment now there wasn't the ending of this moment now when I take the, the team in 2006 okay 2006 we only planned something and 2007 I call all the best players and I have to be honest with you I, I can't suspect uh, if I said to uh, to you like this is not the truth. But during the summer, something growing. Also, the victory of the European League was really important in, the, in that summer, I remember, because we start to, uh, to believe in ourselves, no? and the team growing and playing really good. I still think that in that summer, we was really the best, and we was playing the best volleyball around Europe, for sure. What was the biggest strength of this Spanish team winning the European Championship in 2007. The collective game or something else? Absolutely the collective game. I think that in that moment we was making one extraordinary work, teamwork, over the strategy also, because we use a not normal strategy. If you have time to watch some match, you can understand immediately that that team was really intelligent. We don't make too many mistakes. In service, for example, you have a huge, huge 
the connection between block and defense. Uh, and in the same time, we take a lot of risk in block uh, because most of the time we take decision and we make a comment to, to jump over one direction, over one block, you know. I think that, yes, the key and this mo- this tournament give me a really open mind because I was planning this idea to play like this in 2006 and we can end up to play like this in 2007. I mean, I think that the collective was uh, the key for sure and of course some amazing player because I had in that moment some amazing player. As long as I remember, Russia had several match points in this game. What kind of mentality do you need in order to overcome moments like this? For sure, like you said, uh, it was a strange final because uh, I think that uh, without the challenge, there wasn't the challenge at that time, the referee make a huge, huge, huge mess over this final. No, they stolen us a lot of points and we was really nervous. But this, uh, you know, this kind of attitude of the referee give us a lot of energy and we fight until the end is like live, really. I remember my player, they was so pissed off, so angry about this the decision of the referee. They, they won absolutely to win this match and we can manage because, in my opinion, the referee give us this extraordinary energy. One of the most important players in this team was Miguel Angel Falasca, who very sadly passed away last year. What kind of a person was he? First of all, Miguel was amazing persons. I mean, uh, honest, directly, professional. He have a huge, huge, huge leadership in front of the team. You no, know? the team have huge respect about him, and he was the center. You know, and this is was perfect for the team, perfect for himself because he have also amazing career like a center, of course. But you know, uh, one thing that I, I like to remember about him, of course, I am also I, I am really close with him also because he was working in Poland. Uh, we have basically a lot of years together in Poland in Plus Liga. We talk a lot about volleyball uh, and this one, guys, that yes, he made the difference with the human relationship. He was uh, great in this direction. Why do you think Spain didn't succeed in developing volleyball further by using this title as a push for the next years? I think that they lost the time. They lost the time. You know, sometimes the political of the federation is strange, no? They lost the time. They, they can manage uh, the situation. They can't use that great result for uh, have more formations, for to go more in TV. Basically, the TV was never interested about volleyball. It's still now is like this. Uh, the volleyball is really important also now in Poland because they have still one good national team, but the league is really in dramatic situation without many importance on the sport in, uh, in Spain. They lost this time, I think. And when you lost this time, uh, it's difficult after two coming back. You've been working for nine years already in Poland, won the World League 2012 here in Sofia. Why do you believe Poland manages in developing volleyball so successfully? In my opinion, it's, uh, it's clear the situation. They are believed in the Polish player, totally. The second thing, maybe well, maybe for sure, the budget of the Polish team is not uh, the budget that the other countries have. Italy, Russia, China, Korea, J- Japan, and so on. 
but they believe about the Polish player. They make a huge, huge project before they still are making the same project for the youngest. And but in the same time, the plus bigger is the league for Polish player. You understand? Uh, if I think, for example, also now in this difficult moment that we live around uh, the world with coronavirus and all the people are crying what we can do. What we are doing, for example, in Warsaw is to try to keep focus about the Polish player. You understand? And this is one important thing, not only for Polish player, but also for the national team, because the guys can practice really good, can play, because all the players playing, all the younger guys playing plus Liga. This is the king of the league in Europe for the development of the younger player in Poland. You've published book in Polish recently. When can we expect an edition of the book in English? Do you have such plans? Or in Italian? Oh, okay. In Italian, I have one book that we write a long time ago, around 10 years ago, with my friend Adelio Pistelli. And after we made this book also in Polish when I was in Poland. Now, I have to be honest with you, this book have one uh, target, Polish target, you know? And I'm not sure that we there isn't the plan to make in English. I don't know if the company want to make like this. It's not so easy because honestly, it's more connected with my experience in Poland. You know, in Poland, uh, the founder crowd are really important and they like and so on. It's not so easy to, to write in English, I think so, but I don't know exactly. Which is the most interesting story you, you've described in the book? Oh my God, there is a lot, a lot of story. This moment, in my experience in Poland, you know, there is uh, basically three teams, national team before Gdansk, traffic dance after, and now in Warsaw. But they have to say that probably the moment where I describe the victory of the medal with Gdansk is really important for me because, you know, I take one team that was on, on the bottom of the Plus Liga the season before, and we can handle to arrive to the silver medal, to won the Puka. After the year, one year later, we won the Super Puka, you know, the, the Super Cup, sorry. It's really connected with Gdansk, but there is a lot of part that for me is really interesting because also I talk about my coach that the coach that are important in my in my career you know that I think that are the most important and also in this case I think that is really interesting. Mr. Anastasi, thank you again for accepting our invitation to be a guest in our podcast first tempo and hope that this unpleasant situation is going to improve soon and we're going again to enjoy volleyball. Thank yes, you again. for sure. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you bye again. Bye. Bye. Ciao, 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 ciao.